Easy money. It's about to be a surgical summer. Chop the tops off the coops. The cuatrocientos ochenta y ocho. The spider joint. And you know we gotta cut the heads off these snakes, right? Watch the body drop. That's that energy we on today, man. Oh, yo, this might be the, yo, I couldn't wait to do this fucking podcast today. Yeah, and that's that's how we talking. We going crazy with it. It is what it is. It's 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 time, man. Like how you how you feeling, my nigga? How, what's good? What episode on? Man, this is episode sixteen. You know what I'm saying? Yo, back to back. Yo, this episode sixteen was good. It's what's, your boy D. Yeah. I've been listening to a lot of Jesus and Mero, so I'm gonna do my intro. <laughs> um, this is B, aka Mr. Baklava, <laughs> aka Mr. Four Times Dope, Tall Prince, Seventeenth Wonder, Dimebag Daryl. Yep. I got five on it, but I want my team. <laughs> Dine and Dad from the first date. Mom, are you happy? I'm eating my vegetables now. <laughs> Mister, I never Mister, I never picked Zane Geef on Street Fighter. Yo. Mister Mister, how do you say banana daiquiri? <laughs> banana daiquiri. <laughs> <laughs> Mister Leave a Gun, take the cannolis. Yo. Yep. So, you ready you ready for this episode? Um you know what I'm saying? I think everybody knows what's going on. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me bust down my AKAs real quick, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm going to just freestyle a couple more off the top, you know what I mean? Because that's how we do this is hip-hop, you know what I mean? So this is it's your boy Al, AKA DJ Nasla. That's just my name backwards for those that don't know. You know what I'm saying? It's the, it's the kid over here that got Charlemagne book but still haven't read this shit yet. Still got the 20% tag all on 20% off tag on it, you know what I'm saying, from Target, because I got it like that. I want you to know I'm out here saving that money, you know what I'm saying? I got a library collection, you know what I'm saying, but I ain't read all the books yet. I'm trying to grow. Don't judge me, nigga, you know what I'm saying? Respect me when you see me, you know what I mean? You know what it is. But aside from that, I buy all the CDs, only the ones that I'm feeling. Anything else, you know what I'm saying? I got plenty of weed plates, but I don't smoke weed, you know what I'm saying? Like, leave that later for the side, you know what I mean? Mr... Every day you catch me on Google Play, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts because you know what it is. You know what I'm saying? Don't 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 approach us wrong. Hit us up, subscribe, like it, tell your friends about it, tell your mother about it. You know what I'm saying? You know what it is. We out here, we live. I'm gonna come with some other AKAs, but wow, that's it. We going. We keeping it moving. But yeah, so back to the shit. Let's go. What we talking about? It's been a lot of shit going on. Drake versus Pusha T. We said it last episode, hip-hop is blood sport. Yo. When you're in that octagon, you don't know you're in that octagon unless you're a royal MC because at any time, at any time, a new challenger can present itself right in front of you. And you may not ever think this person will be in front of you, just think of common and, and Westside connection. Like, 
if you ask Common will he ever have a beef with Ice Cube, it would have been no, you know what I'm saying? He's like, he probably would have said, you know, I, I listen to NWA, I listen to all Ice Cube, you know, music, but they ended up going head to head. So you got to be aware that, you know, it's a blood sport. And obviously this one, we know there was a little bit of back and forth, so there has been a little bit of tension. But to this extent, you know, we we got some we got some fire. I mean, I don't know, man. I don't. I it, like. I don't even know. I'm I'm speechless, dog. When I when I seen what I seen and heard what I heard, I didn't know how to wrap my head around everything. There's so many layers to what release was the last. What was it? Last night. Uh, yeah, yesterday. Yeah. Because I was at work. Was it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was yesterday. Because I was at work, um, and I caught the call. I was on lunch. Um, yeah, I caught the phone call, um, I actually, it was a typical lunch break, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to set the scene real quick, you know what I mean? Typical lunch break at a job that I don't necessarily like, you know what I mean, right now. But it is what it is. You got to do what you got to do. Real niggas tell real things, you know what I'm saying? So it is what it is. I'm keeping it real with y'all, the people out there. And um, I go to the car, you know what I'm saying? Because I don't like to stay in the spot, you know what I mean? So I go to the whip. Um, I sit down, um, I, I call my wife like I typically do, um, and she needed to make a phone call, so she does that. My man Will, from the Will, William Rutledge podcast, you know what I'm saying, hits me up immediately. I'm like, yo, how this nigga know I was on break? He called me at a good time. Bet. This nigga says, yo, Alshon, whatever your middle name is, tell me you heard the response to... Drake and I was like, nigga, infrared. I'm like, come on, man. I've been playing this joint since. He like, no, 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 no. I'm like, what you mean? He said, son. He responded. I said, stop playing. He was like, yo, this nigga got at him. He was like, I hope you are sitting down for this. I said, son, I'm sitting in the whip right now. Send me the link. He sends me the YouTube link, and I see this picture. Of a man oh. in black face. Do you know what black face is? Have you seen Bamboozled? Do you know what a menstrual show is? Do you know Mammy? Do you know these? Man, do, you know what we talking about right here? Before we even get into the lyrics, yeah, that that changed my whole. My whole view of Drake. Mm. Talk about it. Talk talk about it. You said change your view. Because what I remember, and if y'all don't know what I'm talking about, because, yeah, what I remember was, you know what I'm saying, remember when Will Smith won the first Grammy? And they ain't even recognize Hove until Annie. So I don't tap dance for the crackers and sing Mammy. Do y'all know what Mammy is? 
Do you know what Pusha T was talking about? If you have seen this picture of Drake in blackface. Now, let me say something real quick about the blackface thing. This was something when I saw this. Um, so I see this. I didn't pay attention to that right off the rip. I saw the picture and I because it's not a like a music video. It's just, you know, it's giving me the access to, you know, it's, if you listen to music on YouTube, you know what I'm saying? It's, it doesn't necessarily have to be a video all the time. So um, I'm listening and I'm just try, trying to like take in the music, you know, and the lyrics and everything else because I ain't got that much time. I got a half hour break. So I'm listening. And I'm like, yo, this shit is crazy. We're going to get into that. We're going to get into the lyrics and everything. But then um, everybody's texting me, my brother, my sister, you know what I'm saying? Mina called me back, my wife, like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I sent you the link, you know what I mean? And um, it was like I was trying to shoot the link out to whoever else that I knew at that time that I didn't know that talked to me because when I'm inside working, I don't have no service. So... And it wasn't like it was something that's on Apple Music or something like that where I could just have it while I'm at work. You know what I mean? So it was on, you know, SoundCloud, YouTube, whatever. Um, so then my brother texts me and says, yo, this is a real picture of him. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to say this real quick, but it's not. I hope it I hope you don't think it's going to deflect from what it is. I know where that picture came from. And I know why the picture was taken. Now, because we're gonna keep the we're gonna keep the real shit. I know this information, so I don't want to just hold it back type shit. So, basically, um, that picture there was a clothing line or clothing label that was supposed to come out years and years and years ago. Um, I'm talking about like '06, I want to believe, but they started before that. But '06 was when they first. Uh, got some light and that's when you started to see the collections and um the name of the company was uh the name of the, the you can actually still look it up right now it's called two two black guys and the website is 19 spelled out slash 90.com you know what i'm saying the picture comes up it's a picture of buster rhymes and um Actually, no, it's the leaders of the new school. Excuse me. So not just Buster, but it looks like an autograph from the leaders of the new school. And um, it's a lot of writing and it says two black guys on it. So if you click on that picture, it's going to take you to two black guys presents dot, dot, dot. So this is a clothing label. It has the story, the blog, the store, the collections, the press, the stock, the stock is right. So. You go to the collections because I was trying to find out more information because I got wind of it somehow. And there are like one, two, three, I want to say four collections. There are five collections, right? One of them, the one that we're talking about is. I can't I've never seen that particular picture, but the one that that got to me was the boogeyman collection. Now, if you know, boogeyman, this is a little hip hop for you. 
the boogeyman that you would think the one that we know is oh it's called beautiful boogeyman that comes from most def's second album uh what you call it uh what's the name of that shit again um the new danger so at that time yasin bay was you know still calling himself most def and he's he's a model for the clothing he got some jordan fours on some gray sweats and it's like t-shirts the hats and this, that, and third. So this comes from the Jim Crow couture. We're not gonna go too deep into all of that. If you don't know what Jim Crow is, like, and you black, thank God that you didn't experience <laughs> some shit like that or whatever. Don't know too much about it, but you need to know about it. You know what I'm saying? Go do your Googles, research it. But Jim Crow couture is a quick example of it. If you ever seen the movie Dumbo. The birds that were sitting on the tree trying to get Dumbo to, like, wake up, fly. You know, I beat unseen about everything until I seen an elephant fly. That type of rhetoric, that type of uh, speech, that type of talking, that those cartoons and shit like that, you know, were used and made fun of black people, the way we talk, the way we sound, this, that, and the third. There are no pictures of most deaf up here in blackface. There are no pictures of Drake up here in blackface. But they are modeling the clothes. You know what I'm saying? The clothes can be, the clothes will be offensive. Maybe to black people, maybe to white people. There's a jacket that says spook. These are, they're taking a lot of these terms that were used against us and they put it on the clothing now the difference is this clothing to my knowledge never came out there were a couple shirts that i thought was fly and i was gonna try to order some and find some i couldn't find i've been searching for this shit for years and i can't find anything but one thing stuck out to me was that when i seen most deaf of course i know him he's one of my favorite mcs then i look and i'm like because this Drake came out in 06. I'm like, oh shit, this is Drake. So he messes with this type of a movement. Like, you know what I'm saying? Trying to, the empowering. And I'm like, I knew a little bit about him. I knew Drake was black, but I didn't know too much about like the Jewish background or his mom's being white. Because remember, this is so far gone time, 2000, uh, 2009-ish. You know what I'm saying? So this is like, yeah, his first mixed, his first major, major mixtape where he really started making waves and he's with Wayne. So I was like, all right, that's kind of cool. You know what I'm saying? That he's that he's willing to rock with something like this, being that he's of mixed race, whatever, or he looks more light skinned, whatever you want to call it. The one thing I never saw was that picture in the blackface so what i was doing was when i first saw it and was talking about it i'm on break talking to mina about it i'm like yo you know he this was for this clothing line so i can't just act like this was some shit that he did for a role because i know people were saying that he's an actor you know what i'm saying and this is you know we all know that drake was an actor back in the day here's the issue these pictures up here, like I said, are up here. I never remember seeing anything. There's nobody else up here in any blackface in any way, shape, form, fashion. Now, it's, it's again, trying to take away, you know, showcase that 
particular form of uh art that people white people thought back in the day was okay to be in blackface to showcase us this that and third so you'll if you ever seen bamboozled a movie definitely check that out one of spike lee's most incredible movies that's going to be my suggestion to y'all this week for a movie and as far as the album goes i'm going to suggest little brothers the minstrel show you know what i'm saying incredible album um some incredible music but it explains a lot of that stuff you know what i'm saying like you'll get what why this is offensive you'll get why these things are issues in this down the third so with drake under what you would think that he would understand about it he made a decision and this is this is coming from Pusha because a lot of people thought that this shit was Photoshop and this was some type of artwork. I this, thought it was too. This is I a real no, this is a real picture, and this is the thing that kind of defeated what I knew about it is the fact that the photographer, the one that took those pictures of Drake, said that that was Drake's idea. This is the problem with that. For those that this is your first time ever hearing this or wondering why is everybody so up in arms about this shit? Drake is super light skinned. He's a super light skinned nigga for all y'all that don't know the difference. Black, dark skin, light skin, brown skin, whatever, whatever. Drake can pass for white. He he can. Like he I know he got the, the hair going forward. The dark, you know, he's obviously a black man. We get it. We understand. But when you put black paint on a very, very light skinned person, it looks exactly like what white people did because of his skin tone and the lack of melanin. It makes it look like that's a white man in black face. He, his reasons could be his reasons. They could be to forward what it is that they were trying to do with the clothing and all of that. That is fine. But the photographer, my thought process when I saw it was like, oh, well, this was probably for the photo shoot. No, this was his idea. And the thing is, he's never posted it. Not to say that he should post something like that. Or anything, but this picture definitely existed, so I don't think he has an issue with it being out there. Now nobody's yeah. ever found it. So well, there's a lot there's a lot behind that, man. Like Yeah, so I know, can't I'm, basically I'm saying I can't shoot the nigga Bell on this one. This was I'm his not, idea. I'm not, I can't I'm do not, it. I'm not, <laughs> you know I'm what I'm saying? Not, there's not there's nothing you can say because you never had anything, I don't want to call it pro-black, but anything that represented the culture yeah. as far as, you know, black anything. Like, it's never been about, he's never, I would say, brought up, he never, I never heard his music where I felt he had that passion of being a black man or or anything socially conscious in his, in his, in his music. There you go. Never even promote that you know yeah. what I'm saying so uh, exactly. I want to say the, ma- the mask which the actor wears is after he comes in space and he may have he may think about where he grew up he didn't grow up if you think about it in Canada 
you know, think about who he grew up with mm-hmm. and how he lived and him not having his dad there because I'm sure his dad would have punched his face out, especially coming from the deep south. Mm. Yeah, Memphis. And then him having, like you were telling me, his Motown career and all the hurdles he went through. Yeah. Like, there's no way growing up with a, uh, in a certain black family, any black family across the world, you would ever, you know, imagine your son putting on blackface unless it was for Bamboo the movie mm-hmm. or you were trying to, you know, it had to have been a part of something and it was explained at that moment. Yeah, but and that's the thing. This is this is not enough. Inf- there's nothing you can say. There's like, no information. There's no there's, information. He can't. He can't say anything. This is something. This is something that's been hidden. Yeah. yeah. For a reason, because and the, the thing, the thing with pictures like this, the the higher you get in your career, the more it's worth. Mm. So imagine, because I, I kind of want to segue to the art of war, the art of battling, mm-hmm. and how all this is kind of, how all this developed. Because if we kind of go back, mm-hmm. you know, what was Daisy's thing on Summer Jam, the Summer Jam picture, the Prodigy picture, right? Yeah, something that he so probably didn't want. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Real quick, before we before we just brush past that, because we know we could have some younger listeners. What we're talking about is Hot ninety seven, Nas, some Hot ninety seven Summer Jam, Nas versus Jay Z. What actually sparked the whole thing off was the attack, because a lot of people just take it Nas versus Jay. The attack was on Prodigy from Mob Deep, rest in peace, Jay Z. The whole thing, and the thing that a lot of you Drake fans that might listen to this, this is where Drake got the idea to put the memes up while he was rapping back to back while he was dissing Meek Mill. It's from Jay Z. Instagram became the new exactly. summer jam screen. The summer so, jam screen so follow, so follow was us. exactly. And, and you, you look up Jim Crow, the Coon, Manny, yeah. Uncle Tom, like all these aren't. These are these are probably things you've heard mm-hmm. um, over the years, but you probably couldn't tie it to where it originated from and how these stereotypes were fed into TV screens and movie screens, almost like programming uh, a generation of people that you know end up making laws, end up owning businesses, end up believing how free black men after slavery were, you know, they just pretty much put us in uh, a box, like, this is him, this is her, this is him, this is him, there's only a handful of them, and this is, these, and that's it, and this is how they think, this is how they dress, this is how they act, and, and that's being force-fed to America over a lot of years, so a lot of these, so blackface is not a joke, it's not a game, it's some of the worst shit you can. This is some like, like you know, things that you can get like hurt for. Like if if on Halloween I've seen stuff online mm-hmm. where you have college kids with with racist, super racist shit they wear, and these things may seem. So that's why I kind of I'm trying to go back to how Drake possibly was raised. He may have been raised around certain people. 
where it may seem funny, cool, ha-ha, because you're not hanging around certain groups of black people, because anytime you do grow up with black people and you're a different race, you don't take on these themes because you start to realize that we're all the same. Mm-hmm. So the benefit of growing up around a lot of different mixed races is you learn that they're all not only they're all your friends, but you start to eat at dinner at their houses. They're all the same. They do the same shit you do at your house, mm-hmm. at their house. Mm-hmm. There's no stereotypes. All that shit gets washed away because you actually go up and you see that all these families are the same families. It's just they happen, you know, here in our society, we happen to just pigeonhole them and say, you know, they're this, they're Arab, they're Indian, they're, you know, West African, they're, you know, whatever you want to call it, instead of just being human first. So back to Summer Jam screen, Jay-Z knew that he had competition. He wanted to be number one, and we'll get it back to Drake. So he systematically tried to take out his the people on the, on the way, Jada Kiss, Prodigy, you know, the locks, every everyone he felt that was competition in New York, mm-hmm. and then and then with Nas. So the Summer Jam thing was huge. It made waves. Yeah, he tried to humiliate and, Prodigy. And then, go, and then I would I would recommend going and listening to Prodigy's book he is on youtube because you will once you hear about his family and the businesses that they own and how the whole um ballerina which i don't you know after you get more information you'll kind of understand how you know these pictures how they formed or even where that's from Mm -hmm. i would definitely listen to that because you'll get a lot you'll get a whole new spin on his upbringing and, it, you know, it wasn't like, you know, that picture obviously shown, but in, in this and in hip-hop, you know, it is, it is, it's just like if you go to, a, if you had a battle, somebody's going to get on your clothes, you know what I'm saying? If your girl's there, they're going to tear her up. It's no holds barred. It's just a part of it. It's, it's anything to make your opponent look lesser and to anything that's going to be disrespectful, everything that plays. Mm-hmm. So that's why that picture came up. 100%. And just to give a little background for the people that aren't going to do the research, because I know this is a podcast and everything. Um, the Minstrel Show. It's uh, an American form of entertainment developed in the early 19th century. Each show consisted of comic skits, variety acts, dancing, and musical performances that mocked people, specifically of African descent. The show was performed by Caucasians in makeup or blackface, as they called it, for the purpose of playing the roles of black people. Instead of letting us play these roles, they played us. So there were some African-American performers and all black minstrel groups that formed and toured under the direction of white people. Basically, minstrel shows lampooned black people as dim-witted, lazy, buffoonish, superstitious, and happy-go-lucky. Once again, my recommendation is Bamboozled. It is a perfect adaptation of how something like that would exist in today's society. 
via TV, via variety shows, this, that, and the third. It's completely filled with satire, but it definitely, my one of my favorite parts is the end where they actually showcase a lot of what those real items were, toys, cartoons, this came from Looney Tunes, a number of different things. Like, it'll start to jog your memory for a lot of this shit, and basically... Yeah, that's where that cover is. So let's get off the cover. Everything is all fair and war and it's all on the table. And that is because you crossed the line because everybody got a line and we still keeping it wrapped. But you crossed the line and said Virginia Williams. And before we get into that, this one quick thing. Go ahead. Um, I think with with the energy that we gave Kanye for a statement, Ooh. and we were ready to throw him like not under the bus, but under a, a fucking tank. You know what I'm saying? At least under a bus, you know, if you don't get hit by the wheels, you know what I'm saying? You're still good. You know what I'm saying? But we was ready to throw him under the tank, get rid of him. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed a lot of the same energy wasn't met with this picture. Mm-hmm. So let's let's dig into the picture. Now I know part of part of hip hop battling is you know having shit ready for possibly a second round. Mm-hmm. How much do you think this picture was purchased for? I don't think it was purchased for a lot. You don't think so? No, because um, because like I said, like, like how do you like how do you get like this is. This is all calculated. Well, because it's accessible. That's for what so I'm... many people that battle Drake. Mm-hmm. To even, I think the, I, I just, I, I just respect the, the, the level of how you even get win of this. How do you come to get this? Like, Somebody, you, you know, it's well. That's this isn't just offered. This is there's a. I think there's a lot of moving parts. We need to. To really talk about well that's that's part of it you gotta it's, think about okay i'm i'm a conspiracy theorist like you'll be saying mm-hmm. so i think i think drake for the most part was kind of protected by apple music you know what i'm saying and now i think maybe they don't have the same business dealings so i don't know like not saying they released it but Maybe he doesn't have the same protection that a lot to you with Apple Music, and then certain things can get out. I don't know if this was, you know, maybe given to someone else, um, you know, and then maybe given to Pusha or something. There's a lot. This picture in 2018, as long as Drake's been rapping, as many feuds, battles, beefs he's been in with some of the hot, as high as it gets. This wasn't just Pusha T not saying he's not the top upper elite rapper, but this has to have been slid to him by not saying, I'm not going to name any names, but you just don't get this for a small price, and this isn't just privy to you. This has, I don't know. I mean, I, I love that he, that he did it because I think this picture alone has changed a lot of people's minds about Drake. 
you know what I'm saying, including mine. And I think, I, I would just like to think, how much do you think this picture will be worth? Like if somebody has this picture. Um. Because this is, this, is, this is huge. I mean, this is the biggest artist in the world. And for this, this is like something that you never thought would ever come out. I'm sure phone calls were made. There's got to be a a lot of things happened in the last 24 hours. A lot of shit that we will never know about behind the scenes. How the fuck did this happen? Well, I would say I don't think it was a whole lot because at the end of the day. This is, it has to be. This is like, okay, think about if. If you get a photo of so-and-so congressman, you know, and, and you tell TMZ, right, they don't give you a, they don't put a price on it. Mm-hmm. That's how it's always been. Even with that Whitney Houston photo, there was a price on that. Not not just now when, when Kanye bought it for 85 Think about how much it was worth when whoever took a picture of it initially got it out to the tabloid, mm-hmm. right? Because that, that, that was huge. I, I don't remember that picture back then, but obviously it was a huge deal. This, this has to be a lot of money. This picture, is not, this, is not, this is not a freebie unless, unless you, I don't know. I'm just, I don't know. I'm putting half a mil <laughs> on a picture or more because this is something that people will never forget. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is, this has to be a, a, a really price, pricey piece of artwork, just well, like his cousin was. But that's the thing. See, I don't think it was that hidden because you can still tie, like I said, you can go to those that site right there and still see Drake in a jacket that has spook on it. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like it was hidden because he, being that I knew about this stuff back then and I was still able to go to that website today, Drake knew that this stuff was out there. He, for for the longest time, and he's going to war with Meek, he's going to war with everybody else. And the crazy thing is, he heard the disc record. He heard the disc record that, you know, Infrared, and he heard the part that he said, Mammy. So if it didn't jog your memory to say, oh, shit, one time oh. in my life when I was getting lit and I was on and I had so far gone, I tried to take this picture, you know what I'm saying, to do this thing for this, you know, for this this clothing company. And, oh, shit, maybe I might want to holler at that photographer and yeah. get that Put that shit that in the top. That bar is even harder <laughs> now, dog, because now, because a part of, damn, I mean, I'm just saying, you gotta of, think about it. Part of blackface was also white actors. That's what I'm saying. Wearing blackface and, and black actors wearing blacker face. So he, but there's look a lot how of, light he is. Layers because even a sample, the story of OJ, just it was calculated. Of, like, Selection. We haven't even talked about the lyrics yet. Can we talk about the beat, the beat selection? Let's get into that. The picture. Let's get into it. Let's get, Let's it. get into it. Let's get it. And this Instagram is... made 
Kush is taking the photo down. Yo, I got okay. screenshots of all of this shit. This is it's a moment in hip hop. That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. Do you know why? A hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Do you a know? lot of phone calls was me. Yeah. A lot of corporate. A lot of nah, corporate. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Not corporate. Not corporate. Drake's fans. What they did, what you can do on Instagram, is you can report a picture. Pusha screenshot it. Is there naked people on Instagram? Um, if they are, like even with Amber Roses when she did that is there, one. Is there pictures of guns and drugs? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. That? So I, I want to say there's a lot of stuff on this here website. Mm-hmm. That probably could be taken down before we take down a simple picture that is obviously public domain, mm-hmm. and it doesn't. I mean, I, I don't know why it would be taken down. I mean, you can you can spam something, but I mean, who is it offensive to? I mean, it's offensive to Drake fans. I was offended that he even took it. It's offensive to Drake fans. But guess what? I got I, when I go on YouTube, it's there. So I mean, you can't. It, it's gonna be. Oh, out nigga, there I saved that shit on my computer. I have a screenshot. I got. That picture ain't going nowhere, my nigga. And if you ever want it from me, you gotta pay me, my nigga. So yes, I will forever have this picture. That shit is never going anywhere. I don't care what nobody say. So yes, it was removed. Um. Pusha did put up, uh, he said this is the first time something like this has ever happened to me, where Instagram had to hit him up and say, yes, your picture has been removed and blah, blah, blah. It has been reported as being, you know, offensive, this, that, and the third. So, yeah. So, let's let's get into some shit that really offended him and these fans. Well, before, before, one line, sorry, I know I keep saying one line. <laughs> I remember when he, I, I remember when, I, it's funny, like you, I remember when you texted me about the heater, mm-hmm. and he's like, yo, you know what's going on? I was like, nah, there's only been a, a handful of, dis- there's been a lot of disses in hip hop. Yep. There's only been a handful where... When you wake up and listen to it, mm-hmm. you no one else can feel this pain but yourself. <laughs> this is what Nas says that ether, that shit that makes your soul burn slow. Not many people in the in the history of the world will ever feel this type of pain when they wake up and they see. Not only the cover art, not only the lyrics, but the whole package. Because we haven't even broke down the lyrics. Drake and Nicki Minaj, as of recently, have been... Victims. They have felt a pain that not many of us will ever feel. Because when you get hit this hard, you're fucking done. Easy money. This is this is ether, and I didn't I didn't think in hip hop we'd ever get 
Shout out to Remy Ma, because she fucking finished Nicki Knight, career ending, obviously. But you can't, you can't, in, you can't say anything. It's you, almost like when your dad hits you, you just got to eat it. Yeah, because <laughs> you know the thing is, let's be you clear. Like, you just got to hold that, you know what I'm saying? Like, this was so, this was so fucking scorching. This was so scathing. This was, this was just wild. This was everything that this record should be. And I've seen a couple comments or I've seen, you know, a Hot 97. I don't even want to talk about that. Let's be clear. I don't even want to talk about that. Because I always say this. If you ever have a problem with any lyrics in a diss track, but your radio station or yourself, you hear about black men shooting black men on rap songs. You hear about all this crazy wild shit that rappers say, and you're mm-hmm. okay with the same that exactly. exactly. If you would ever bring up some other shit, is wild because there are rappers who say, I am gonna shoot a nigga, and he's talking about another black, I'm gonna rob this nigga, I'm gonna shoot him, I'm gonna fuck his girl, I'm gonna fuck his wife. All this crazy shit. Mm-hmm. Even shit about kids. Yep. So if you ever open your mouth to say, oh, he went to no. Yep. Telling another person is as bad as it gets. Exactly. So until we, until, I, there's nothing, there's nothing else we can see ever talk about. If, if that, if you have a problem with some, somebody saying it in a diss record, you need to stop talking about hip hop because you're okay with a black man talking about shooting another black man, but you're not okay with anything else he says that may touch somebody's heart, that may be, but hey, it's the same shit. So fall back. That's right. And he kept it on wax, and that's where it is. And yeah, yeah, he didn't say, I'm about to go pull up and dump. Because we heard so many rap songs, this song, where they literally talking about, when I see this nigga, I'm going to shoot him type shit. And some of that shit was believable, because there was some real some real beef in hip-hop, but this was all on wax. This was all fair game because, like you said, somebody named Drake, I don't want to say that, sorry, Drake said something about Push's wife. Virginia And we all know, and, and usually in this song, no one takes it to family and kids unless, you know, unless they're provoked. So once you bring up family and kids, every everything is fair game. What Scarface said. Scarface said. That means you took the gloves off and you want to do it with fists. You're basically telling that person you can talk about anything you want. That's a free, that's a hall pass. Scarface said, no woman, no kids. (laughs) And you decided to go there, man? Okay, man. We got something for you, man. It's easy money. Easy money. About to be a surgical summer. Chop the top off the coops. I can't say that Spanish part because I don't know how to say this shit. But the spider joint. And you know you got to cut the heads off the snakes, right? Watch the body drop. Let's get this straight. Because we're not playing the music. But we're going to talk this talk. Drug dealing aside, ghost writing aside. Let's have a heart to heart 
about your pride. So automatically, Quint Miller, you are now excused. Drake, all of your songs that people feel and the ways that they feel about those records, that's excused. I'm talking me to you. That's it. Push a T to Drake. Strategic move. Move it all to the side. Let's get it. Let's get it all out on the table. Even though you multi, I see that your soul don't look alive. You know how hard you got to look at a nigga to be able to see his soul and say that your soul don't look alive? Like, that's crazy. So, the M's count different when baby divides the pie. Wait, let me explain. Let's examine why. Your music for the past few years been angry and full of lies. I started at the home front. I'm on one. You remember that song? Bitch, I'm on one. You know you, you know how Drake do his singing shit. Um, he's, Dennis Graham is Drake's father. He said, Dennis Graham, stay off the gram. Bitch, I'm on one. You mentioned the wedding ring like it's a bad thing. Your father walked away at five. Hell of a dad thing. Marriage is something that Sandy never had. Drake, how you a winner, but she keep coming in last place. So for those that don't know, Dennis Graham is Drake's father. He is the gentleman that is in, I think the first time I ever seen Drake's dad was in, uh, what was that song? Worst Behavior. And he got a big, thick mustache and glasses. He's a singer, Motown dude, you know what I'm saying, way back in the day. Um, Excuse me, and that's where Drake gets a lot of his music inclinations from and everything and his, his talent and all of that. And his wife, at, at that time, her name was Sandy. I forget her last name. Um, uh, yeah, so they evidently had a kid that's named Aubrey. First off, his name is Aubrey Graham, so as aka Drake. And um, yeah, he his his dad left. Is no secret. His dad is not with his wife with his mother um his dad has a girl and he's got instagram younger chicks and this that and the third he's still out there doing his thing so that's that's a hard shot right there you know talking about how your your pops left at five and hell of a dad thing so you know we we see it's already getting personal you know what i'm saying because like we said he hit him with the you know the whole thing about talking about his fiance so that's where we at so, and Dennis Graham, his father, his, is usually on Instagram, so stay off the gram, bitch, I'm on one. Um, let's see, monkey suits, Dennis, you parade him. A Steve Harvey suit nigga made him. So, yeah, he wears a lot of suits. He does kind of look like Steve Harvey, I'm not going to lie, that shit is kind of funny. Um, confused, always felt you weren't black enough, afraid to grow your fro. 
afraid because you didn't think your fro wouldn't nap enough. <sighs> so I never. I don't want to bring him up, but there's only one person that I can think of right now that's biracial that we don't that 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 has that issue with being black enough and people accepting him. And if you don't know, his name is Logic. So I personally, since I've ever heard Drake, I never looked at Drake and thought that he wasn't black. Um, A lot of people know Drake from the show Degrassi. I've never seen the show. He was rapping on there. His name was, he got shot in the back. That's a lot of the memes. His name is Wheelchair Jimmy on the show, or his name was Jimmy, and, you know, with the wheelchair situation, whatever, whatever. Um, so, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know too much about that particular part. But I will say, um, yeah, Drake's never had an afro. I, I don't know if he... <laughs> I don't know if he really, really... Well, no, he, well he's saying, like, you know, yeah, he's kind of saying, like, if Logic grew his hair, <laughs> it probably wouldn't... Yeah, I mean, I, it's, it's a hard part. It I mean, is, it's, man, because... You don't know how black you're, you're going to be when your hair grows. <laughs> you're and that's fucking crazy. And even even him talking about his dad, even um, basically reiterates that he didn't really grow up with in a black home. Yeah, man. And then the shot at his mom. They, <laughs> I mean, damn! Like, we, and then you think about Steve Harvey. You know, his suits are pretty, um, you know, baggy. So, yeah, I mean... That's how his pops be looking, dog. I can't front Because yeah. <laughs> his suits be big as shit. And I be like, damn, son, you can't get them shit's tailored. If, <laughs> if you think about it, if a nigga tell you... Because we were talking about when Jada Kiss told um, Beanie Siegel that since the dad ain't around, I'm going to punish you and ground you. So, he mm. basically, when Beanie hears hear that, he remembers that... You know, from that song on that on a Dynasty CD where he's being open about his childhood and how his, you know, about his dad and how that really affected him. So now he's making Drake relive that his pop wasn't around the whole time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then he's giving you a preview of being a father, you know, to start off with. So we, you know what I'm saying? So he's trying to, he, he already brought you a theme of being a parent and that your dad wasn't in his life. So he's actually kind of, he's, he's spoon feeding you a little bit of information and then he's going to, that's why the whole, like I said, the deep, this is a very, everything is so calculated on here. Amazingly calculated. It is ridiculous. So let's continue. And then, Go ahead. His dad jumped out the window. talking about you don't fuck with Wendy Williams no more. He called her RuPaul. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, so that means this shit hits so hard. Yeah. 
It ain't. A, this is not a game. This is this. This is a one and done. Game over. There's yeah. no. I. I. I don't want to be. I'm not going to be fair corrected. I don't have faith in OVO camp. This is. This is a home run grand slam. It's a walk off. It's a walk off. It's Michael Jordan in Utah game six type shit. Let's go home. Yes. And then, and then it was so, that's the thing. Because we know how Joe, you know, we know how Joe finished Drake. And he he, he buried Drake. I mean, he bodied Drake. He this kept is, shooting. This is bad, but he did it in a different way. Yeah, he, he didn't do it as bad as this. It wasn't that disrespectful. And we ain't even done it. Talking about this this song, 
Big Mouth is Drake is just okay. I'm I'm trying to hear. I'm trying to just not think about it. If you turn on ESPN, your name and your likeness has hit major television, Disney owned television. If you type Drake, if you just type Drake's name in, that's the first thing that pops up. He was the funniest one I saw. Was a late member, the lady, the um, the Oak, the lady in Oakland, the barbecue lady. Yeah. <laughs> they had Drake face on her with an OVO jacket on the phone. I can't tell you the funniest one I've seen yet because I haven't read that part of the lyrics. <laughs> That shit was crazy, but we 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 right there, we right there. Let's let's uh let's finish up. So um, <clears throat> where we at? Where we at? Where we at? I think since you name dropped my fiance, huh? <sighs> Here we go. Um, yeah. So since you name dropped my fiance. Let them know who you chose as your Beyonce. Sophie knows better as your baby mother. Cleaned up her IG, but the stench is on her. A baby's involved. It's deeper than rap. We talking character. Let me keep with the facts. You are hiding a child. Let me say this. And I, this ain't snitching or no shit like that. But if you hiding a child that can, you know, as a crime that can be considered like kidnapping. The only other thing that you would look at as hiding a child is something that you don't want the world to see. So this is stating that. Sophie Knows Better, I believe, is her Instagram page. And that's the alleged woman that had Drake's baby or is having Drake's baby, had Drake's baby. I I don't know, but I believe, yeah, had his baby. So it I, I visited this page that people say is this lady and her Instagram is definitely cleaned up. What they mean by cleaned up is all miscellaneous crazy pictures are removed. It looks like everything is good. Everything is happy. She showcased her being pregnant. There's no wild pictures of her and her older career, which we will get to, that are on her page. That's why he said cleaned up her page for IG but the stench is on her. You are hiding a child. Let that boy come home. Deadbeat motherfucker playing border control. Oh, border patrol. Oh, 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 oh. Deadbeat motherfucker playing border patrol. Do we know what border patrol does? Keeps people away. Keeps people out. Keeps people away from where they want to be. Adonis is your son and he deserves more than an Adidas press run that's real. Love that baby. Respect that girl. Forget she's a porn star. Let her be your world. Yeah. Fam. Like 
you're playing Border Patrol, keeping this kid away. The kid's name is Adonis, a boy. You know, most men want to have boys. You can be the king. That's your prince. I have a son. I know what I'm talking about. You got nephews. You know what I'm saying? Like, we know what it is when it comes to our sons. And I'm on genius, and I'm not trying to, um, (laughs) you know, pour more tea out, but um, she did write in 2017 that Fuck Drake, Dead, BS, Dad. Son. Um, So. Son. And this, I heard this shit about this Adidas shit is real, son. I heard he was really good, like, he's really supposed to, like, do a a press run. He's got, it like, a deal with Adidas. Drake is rumored to be joining Adidas in June of 2018, the same apparel company that Pusha and Kanye West have deals with. Push went to the Breakfast Club the morning after the song release and confirmed that Drake's new Adidas line was reportedly titled ID Don after his son. I told I looked at Mina and I said, that better not fucking be real. If that shit is real, I this 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 is <laughs> this is horrible. battle like how you can never come back I want everybody that's listening to this podcast to understand if that shit is real and he uncovered it and dissed this nigga with it and said Adonis is your son and he deserves more than Adidas more than an Adidas press run and this is some real shit that he decided to call it Adi like and it's not like you're not going to go through it cuz Adidas is a multi-million dollar company. You're not going to pull out on a deal because some rapper said some I'm just thinking like a businessman. You're not going to pull out on a deal with us Drake now that some rapper said some things about you about things that you wanted to do. Do that. And that's what Pusha said. Love that baby. Respect your girl. Forget she's a porn star. Let her be your world. This, If this shit don't sting, then you don't have no soul. You don't have no emotion. Like, this has to hurt. And that just kind of goes back to where he was saying about his father walking out on him at five, like, hell of a dad thing. Like, this, this has to hurt. And right back to the point of what we said, how dare you... No, this ain't even this ain't even his girl. How dare you put yay in my verses? I'm selfish. I want all the curses. I'm pre-booking the churches. Me versus three hearses. If we all go to hell, it'll be worth it. Already aligned with the greats. And on the same note, the only ones I chase is two ghosts. Because remember, Drake said that he's chasing behind, he said that he was chasing behind a nigga that's that's younger than you, saying that he was chasing behind Kanye. So that was a flip, saying, no, I'm only chasing two ghosts. So don't get it fucked up. Two ghosts obviously being Tupac and Biggie. So that's push 
another way saying, you know, bigging himself up, putting himself in the top five category. So, and at the same time telling him, don't ever say anything about Kanye West. You talking to me. This part. I think Kanye gonna have some smoke for Drake on his album. I don't think he needs to, but he might. I think he's gonna, because Kanye, I've, I've noticed from his last, like his recent raps have been more, not rapping about a topic, but touching on topics. So I think if if he feels a way about because because the the issue I think we may have talked about it on the last pod was Drake kind of threw him under the bus. You know what I'm saying? He he made it seem like all of that I did things for for Kanye. I thought I'd never do. And it's like, why would you go out to? Why would you go out to Wyoming if y'all like? Are y'all cool? Are y'all friends? Or or what? What's really behind that? So that's kind of that's kind of messed up. You know what I'm saying? Because it is about it was about um, you know push that wasn't about Kanye at all. So why continue to work with this man or or help him out? Because I know it can't be for a paycheck because you know not counting Drake's money, but I'm sure you don't need anything from Kanye to be successful or or anything, you know what I'm saying? So I think Kanye might have some smoke for Drake, but not on some, like, diss record shit, but like, yo, I thought we was cool type shit, you know what I'm saying? So I I, I, I can kind of foresee something like that happening. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not mad at it. I'm, I'm definitely... I mean, they're still in the studio, you know, today's Wednesday, the, the great thing with music now is you don't got to press up all these records and, and ship them out. You can, up, you can pretty much upload it. So if there's something that needs to be addressed, Kanye might, might got some inspiration or, or, may, or maybe not, but I, I, I could see something happening. Now, this, this is where this is where it gets it's a little this is this is where we're we're at the end still giving you classics that's the only thing that dates me obo 40 hunched over like he 80 tick 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 how much time he got that man is sick 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 i got the devil flow nigga six 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 like the Drake shit that we all hear. Surgical summer with it. Snip, snip, snip. And you don't really want it with him. Surgical summer volume one. We going to take this slow. We just going to peel it back. Layer by layer. Yeah. Yeah. Daytona album of the motherfucking year and you talking about you upset <laughs> well I want to see what it's like when you get angry okay you show me that push it's kind of hard not to like feel like you gotta say it like Pusha T when you looking at these lyrics cause this shit is hard but let's get back to uh, 
still giving you classics. I mean, Pusha has been giving us some very, very hard rap that you are not hearing in this day and age from people in the game, and it is ridiculous. But with that being said, OVO40 is Drake's friend Noah, a.k.a. 40. Noah Shabib. And he said he's hunched over like he's 80. I did not know that Noah has. He's the ambassador for National Multiple Sclerosis. Well, I would say we don't got to I would say he's a. We don't have to break down his shit. He's a casualty of war. You know what I'm saying? Like. Drake one night, Kanye, and that's his producer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I would say we don't got to break, you know. I'm going to just say this. This is the ironic part. And I don't think it's a life-threatening, I mean, even, even so, my, I mean, my, it's, it's my, my guy, look, for the people yeah. that are sitting up here trying to, like, like, come on. There are people that have MS. And not to get it fucked up, but I know a lot of niggas hate Charlemagne, but he kicked some real shit, and that is my nigga. Look, he said when that two birds, one stone shit came out, all you motherfucking fans that were just all on that song for him going at Kid Cudi, Kid Cudi was just going through some mental issues. Casualties at fucking war. It is what it is. Plus, too, if you have an issue with the, the 40 shit, um, mental health actually can kill you yes. because you can commit suicide. You can kill your family. You can kill yourself. You can you can kill yourself slowly by drinking, smoking, eating. So mental health, especially because he said he was on on perks and whatever else he was on, depression, all that can lead to something really bad. So uh, I I see a lot of caping for Drake. Uh, you know what I'm saying, which is which is pretty sad because it's like you know, when you talk about somebody's mental health, that is basically a disease in in a way, and mm-hmm. and everybody kind of shrugged it off. Like I actually laughed at Kid Cudi if I kind of remember, like you know, like ah ha ha, you know what I'm saying? Like Drake got you too. You you just part of the smoke. So I don't feel, you know, I don't I don't want to say I don't feel bad, but I'm not gonna. I'm not going to say anything about it. It, it is what it is. It's, it's hip-hop, you know what I'm saying? So if Drake yeah. can do it, you know, it is what it is. So and the, I, and I, the I, crazy I, thing, one more thing, is that Noah and Drake barely tweet. But it's funny, when you got something to showcase, Drake tweeted the I'm Upset record, and Noah obviously heard about this shit because he's Drake's man and he's his producer and his engineer and shit like that. And he said, coincidentally, tomorrow is World MS Day. So it probably stings a little bit more. It's a casualty of war because I decided to click on said tweet and, you know, yeah, people are replying back, said had nothing to say when Aubrey discuddy because he was in a mental hospital. Said, yeah, it was fucked up, but um, was it necessary? And the other person said, yeah, neither was Virginia Williams. So look, the people are speaking. It is what it is. I mean, you're not going to get any, you know, 
sob stories or tears over here. You know, I I never, this is something to say about that shit where he said, I got the devil flow, nigga, 666. I always hated hearing that fucking ad lib. Because I'm like, the six shit and then the six above the praying hands and six God and all of that. I was like, you know, that's that shit is crazy. But he flipped it on him, you know what I'm saying? Like, and told him, you know, summer 16, but it's going to be a surgical summer. Snip, snip, snip. You don't really want it. This And then going back to the black space. Mm-hmm. Or, well, I, 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 I kind of got an issue with, like, I know I've been talking, I know there's a lot of bad stuff going on with Drake, but I know I had something to say about his first video where he, I felt, and this is on podcast ago, where I kind of felt he was exploiting black, black families where, you know, he's, he's shooting a music video and he's, he's handing out money to these, these, you know, he had homeless black people and he's like, like, oh, I'm Robin Hood, I'm saving the day, I'm giving them cash. And he's kind of like using their image, like, in an exploitive way because it's like, yeah, you're getting money, but I get to showcase me giving you money, and then I get more streams out of it, what ends up happening. Because once the video went viral, oh, Drake's this, Drake's the number one guy, Drake's the best man in the world type shit. Not, I said that when it first came out, so this isn't new. But then, then Nice For What comes out, and you look at all the, you know, the beautiful black women in there, and it kind of felt like, oh, they got their, they got a song for them, you know what I'm saying? They got a, like a, I don't want to call it uplifting, but it kind of felt like, oh, hey, hey, black women, here's your song, you know, here's something that you can roll out to. But then you get, I'm upset. And I'm upset pretty much saying I'm not giving a whole half of my check. I'm not getting married. I'm not, it's like, it's kind of disrespectful in a way because it's like, if you're on some uplifting shit, but now you've got some some shit that maybe 21 Savage, not disrespecting him, but something that he may have dropped something along the type of music he makes I don't understand the single because now it's kind of like where are we going with this I, I don't get it either you know what I'm saying it's like okay are you, you nice Drake you cool Drake you you giving out money you know what I'm saying now you got like a, a music video with a bunch of black women oh it's, up, it's uplifting now you got this shit like, oh, I'm not giving a whole nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, man. Like, I, I'm glad, I'm glad this shit is coming out. You know what I'm saying? Like, Drake may be a good dude, but maybe he does have things going. I don't know. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna even touch on that. I'm happy that there's a live battle going on. I'm glad, you know, we got this, this fire from, from. Push a T, you know what I'm saying? I feel like it's a knockout punch. I feel like it's over, you know what I'm saying? And like I said on last podcast, I kept telling you, I was like, yo, we need a reply. Like, there's no, there's no excuse not to have one. You know what I'm saying? And Pusha was on that clock. Everybody, everyone knew you was on that clock. It was like you gotta, 
not saying Duffy, that like, we, like we said, Duffy was dope. We did break it down, but mm-hmm. we liked Duffy a lot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I'm, you know, like, we like Duffy, but we, at the same time, we're, we're here to break down lyrics. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't feel Pusha T's reply. We would, we would keep it 100. Like, uh, we're about keeping it 100. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Nobody's fan. <laughs> like, <laughs> think we can um i mean we could pretty much wrap it up you know what i'm saying like um we wanted to give you an analysis of this um and um yeah that's, that's it the lyrics speak for themselves um i just think that uh he push it did what he needed to do um Um, I, I honestly think, wasn't. I, I, honestly, I, knew, I knew he had the talent. I didn't know we would get so much shit from. I didn't you know, know where he was gonna take it. Well, this is the thing. See, I I went back and I did my DJ thing and I uh, made a playlist. You know what I'm saying? And I previewed it for my wife. Um, and I'll just run off a couple of the records. Um, some of you might not be. Uh, privileged enough to have a lot of these records but um it's pretty much a timeline it's so far it's 24 songs and i am missing a couple of records just uh some jay-z ones that i could throw in there where there's some jabs back and forth but this is to one of these days i'm gonna just put it out as like a mixtape you know what i'm saying um but it's Drake versus rap. You know what I'm saying? That's what I called it. So far, I might come up with a different name for it or whatever. But it's the history of the beef process, the raps, everything. It includes all the records all the way up until this point. And you start off with the clips, what happened to that boy, Birdman featuring the clips, excuse me. Um, ever since then, there was a situation with some, uh, you know, Bape and Lil Wayne not paying for it and they didn't want them wearing it you know so crazy thing is if you notice I and you could correct me if I'm wrong but Pharrell and the Neptunes have not worked with anybody from Cash Money since that song so um you go to to Mr. Me Too featuring Pharrell which was kind of you know getting at Everything that they do, they're copying, copying the style, and all of a sudden, Lil Wayne wears Bape and doing everything like they're trying to do it. Um, Exodus, 
23 verse 1 uh off the wrath of Cain. well i threw that as a bonus track but it was just a record that was released because pusha started that's where it really started for pusha we go into common so sweet off the dreamer the believer um you know common got at drake and drake fell away so he decided to respond to common on well common didn't really say the name but drake kind of felt it and decided to respond on stay scheming a song that was rick ross featuring french montana and drake as well so um you know so when that happened um uh he decided to comment through a verse on the end and uh that's where the whole you know you ain't wet no niggas you canada dry you know check that out um something else you could look up you can probably look all the stuff up on youtube but bt cypher 2013 kendrick lamar you know what i'm saying black hippie cypher definitely got at drake on that one the control verse got at drake on that one and notice i'm not saying too many things where drake has responded you know what i'm saying so it left a lot of people thinking that he was just about making his hits and that drake was pretty much soft you know or he just um wasn't about that battle life you know so uh you know uh so when it came to that and drake stated that after the control verse came out because that was blatant name dropping he stated that that was a great moment in hip hop and this, that, and the third. And, you know, that's good for him. He's focusing on what he wants to do. And I'm going to focus on what I need to do. And we got our fans and we're going to make them happy in this music thing. Okay, that's fine. Uh, then the situation comes up with Meek Mill. Drake was still doing his thing. And then here comes, you know, the, the issue where the tweets come out about Quentin and you should be able to follow along all the way up until then because you've got charged up back to back. Want to know by Meek Mill that didn't do much at all. Summer 16 war pain was the response by Meek Mill because we already know what charged up back to back in summer 16 did. Meek addressed it again on All the Way Up remix. And then from there, Joe goes in, I mean, Drake goes into the situation with Joe Button. There are records out there. 4 p.m. in Calabasas was the reference. Making of a Murderer, part one by Joe Button. Wake by Joe Button. No Shopping by French Montana featuring Drake off of Mac and Cheese 4. Then we go to Joe Button Afraid. Then we go to Just Because, and that's basically Joe Button continuing to shoot at the body after it's already been dead. Then, because for the hell of it, Kendrick decided, you know what, I'm going to throw some shit his way, the heart part four. Still nothing said to Kendrick, you know, and he's in his age class, weight class, whatever you want to call it. Kendrick does damn, we know how that goes, but that's not on here. Just the heart part four. Then we get to Two Birds, One Stone off of Drake's release last year. It was just a single, but was not part of the project for More Life, in which he spoke to Pusha T and Kid Cudi due to his mental illness. And then next year, Pusha's ready to drop his album, and he gives us Infrared. We've already talked about that. Then we go to Duppy, and then finally the story of Addy Dog. The good thing about playlists, you can always add to it. 
but so far that's my playlist 24 songs one hour and 45 minutes a lot of good rapping in there a lot of good rapping and that's drake versus rap and that's what we've covered on this podcast today we had to this this one will be the story of adi dong that'll be the name um I've I've heard Joe Button and their thoughts on it on his podcast today. Uh, I heard most of the Pusha T and Funk Flex. That was a good conversation. I'm not done with it. I got about a couple minutes left, but that's a good conversation. I I got I didn't want to hear the Ebro in the morning, and I thank you B for already giving us the updates on that because I know yeah, where you I'm, you not, I'm not gonna waste my time. Yeah, yeah not. Yeah. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good because I'm not. Look, if somebody, when somebody loses in a battle, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? You 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 pick yourself up. You do it again if you have to. But in this case, you know, that Virginia Williams line brought all of this out. And the thing is, we, you have to remember, and I'm going to leave it with this. This is the last thing I'll say. He says, Surgical Summer Volume 1. We gonna take this slow. We just gonna peel it back layer by layer. So that means for you people that do not understand and for people that might have been confused and think that there is nothing else coming from Pusha's own mouth. If it ends here, it ends here. But you heard what I said on the record. We gonna take it slow. And if this is what he calls taking it slow, and this is just one layer that he has to peel back, I can only imagine, I can't even imagine, imagine what else the hell, what other information that he has. So I'm, that's me. That's, that's how I feel. Shit is crazy. Insane. I love it. It is music. Cause at the end of the day, ain't nobody getting shot. As you said, ain't no violence. Ain't no none of that. This is on wax. This is this is restoring the feeling. First, the album restored the feeling. Then you got him rapping, and then and now you rapping back, and it's just it's great. It's especially it's, it's beautiful. And what Chris is doing, I mean, he's been saying in all his interviews that he's just putting out information that's out there. So when he says Debbie Dad, when he says all the Everything he's saying is on the internet. It's just he had a way to compile it and present it. So it's not like he's not necessarily reaching um, for things. He's just basically compiling information and put it into a rap song. And the way he did it is just pretty, pretty incredible. Insane. Insane. Man. Man. So look, I mean... Listen, that's that's how we feel. I'm, I mean, I'm good with that, man. You you got anything else you want to say to the people? This has been, it's been a great, oh, yeah. great um, joint. Did you hear to, or are we just sticking on this topic? We should just, yeah, we should probably just end it with. Yeah, just keep it with this. Yeah. But what, what, what was you going to ask me? What you asking? Oh, okay. Son, that's crazy that you asking me that because I just got it. I haven't heard it, but I just saw it. Um, I saw it on another site, 
because I was reading, you know what I'm saying, as you was talking for that point, and I was just like, oh, shit, what is this? I was like, I got to do this, and I was going to I was gonna play it because, you know, we can't, we can't play it on here or whatever, but I was going to play it and then just ask you what you thought about it. But, yeah, yeah, now nah, I'm going to check that, and I'm looking at something else now, um, something else to suggest, you know, some new shit because we always talk about, uh, you know, definitely great rap. Uh, I see Cool G Rap got a record coming out, or that I think it's, yeah, yeah, it's coming out. It's Cool G Rap and 38 Special Share. Um, and it's called Son of G Rap. And it looks like it's a cartoon kind of cover, but it looked like he got a he got a beat on there by Alchemist, a beat by Derringer, that's the producer for Conway and um West Side Gun. He got a record featuring Cormega. Um, he got a joint on there, the meeting featuring uh that produced by Primo. He got a joint with Nori, Vado, and Benny the Butcher, um, Mayhem Loren, Freddie Gibbs, AZ, and another joint at the end um, produced by Premier and a, and a joint produced by Showbiz and another joint produced by Pete Rock. I want to hear this shit. This shit looks hard from the features, from the production. You know, that's that's all we can go off without hearing the music, but it's a uh, son of G-Rap, cool G-Rap, and 38 special y'all I, d- I definitely want to check that out so um that's Yo, that, that sounds that sounds dope that's, um that that just sound crazy you i do I mean? got a i do got a music um recommendation too so mm-hmm. um last week last, well, was it, has it been a week since it's been out Put it out no 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 it'll be a week uh in two days yeah okay so, well, yeah, basically last week on, when I was looking for Pusha's album, remember I was telling you I couldn't find it because of that cover? Mm-hmm. Oh, and I just read that Bobby Brown wants that smoke with Kanye because of the cover. So yeah, I didn't say that shit podcast. <laughs> change that shit, you know what I'm saying? Because I think uh, another family member came out and, and said, you know, it was for the art, and another family member said, nah, fuck that, it's not. Now Bobby Brown wants smoke. So I was saying, yo, change it. It's all good. No one's going to care. But anyway, um, so when I was looking for the push out, because I couldn't find it, because I was looking for, like, you know, a rap cover, mm-hmm. I saw this, um, I saw this, this, um, this woman, um, her name is Batu Mata Diara. I hope I'm not messing up her name. It's F A T O. U-M-A-T-A and then last name is G-I-A-W-A-R-A and then the album is called Finfo it's F-E-N-F-O and she's from Mali um, M-A-L-I not the Mali you guys are programmed to thinking about um, but yeah this album is incredible I've played it um, maybe five, six, seven, eight times since it is in not sure the language I need to figure out what language is in, but it's a really great album. Um, Mali's on the continent of Af- Africa, if you guys don't know. Um, but it's a it's an excellent album. It's really chilled album, so I would definitely recommend that. I just found it just because it was under the new releases, so I got lucky and blessed enough to find new music. From the from the motherland, you know what I'm saying. Shout out to the, you know, our roots. So like stuff like that. So I I imagine 
you know, when we were there, like, we were being sung this type of music, you know what I'm saying? This is kind of like things that I felt, this is, you know, this is me thinking that these are the songs that we were singing to each other before hip-hop R&B. These were things that you, your your ancestors could have been singing to your, your family members, you know what I'm saying? So I would say from that level, listen to it. It's a very beautiful album, you know, Beautiful Woman. Um, you know, get you a little bit of culture in. You know, it don't matter what, you know, what you like to listen to or, you know, if you're open, I would say if you're open to listen to new things, I would check it out. The easy way probably to find it is maybe F-E-N-F-O. Um, that's the album name, so definitely check that out. Most definitely, most definitely. Yeah, man, so we'll go ahead and wrap it here. You know what I mean? We'll, uh, the story of Adi Don, you know what I mean? So, um look i mean look if there's another response shit y'all gonna have to wait for that next episode you know what i'm saying but um i mean look if it is look i'm down for it i'm down for just more music and um and, you know like i said ain't no love laws gonna listen to scorpion i heard it's a primo track on there you know what i mean so i don't know man i, I, don't, like, I don't know how it's gonna sound you know what I mean? black faces, that black face hurt, hurt me, dog. Like, <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, that's, that's some wild. Like, that's the thing. Like, I don't care what people do and, you know, in their lives. But certain things we got to really keep, we got to really think about. You know what I'm saying? Maybe we're, we're wrong. We're just presenting an image. But that's not something I, you know, I want to see from anybody. You know what I'm saying? Especially, you know, as far as we've come. Yeah. You know, so, you know, it, it is what it is. But it's definitely an eye-opener. You know what I'm saying? It's definitely something I didn't expect. So. Yeah. But, look, this is the thing I can say is the fact that this, uh, this has been some things that happen in hip-hop culture that it uh produced two podcasts of just good especially for it to be something current something going on right now so i i appreciate that aspect of it and um yeah man like it's just you know we'll we'll wait to see we'll wait to see what's good we'll wait to see the next one see see what's gonna happen and um yeah, and we'll be back on the next one with some regular shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, Unless like, something happens, you know what I'm saying? We'll, <laughs> we'll, might, we'll have to cut a, cut a quick... Uh, a quick emergency podcast and shit. Emergency podcast. <laughs> yeah, like, word up, word up. But yo, you just been Alan B. for the Say No More podcast, you know what I'm saying? And this has been episode number 16. And we holler at y'all. Y'all take it easy, be safe out there, and look, Always love this hip hop thing and appreciate yo, it. Yo, uh, uh, my advice. Oh shit, my bad. Yo, What's don't the... jump in shark infested waters. And don't mention Virginia Williams. That's well, my advice. Leave her alone. <laughs> yo, say no more podcasts. We out of here. One hundred.